Hey guys. guys. Thank you for joining us for another episode. It's episode yes. three of season three. Three, yep. From Blended to Besties. We back. That was my stomach. Did you hear that? <laughs> I was gonna say, I heard that a little growl. stomach. I just ate. <laughs> my food is digesting. I love that for you. It's, it's me, Megan, and her stomach. I know. Oh, oh God. And my cat's fighting in the background. So for those of you on YouTube who like to watch us, um, if you see that, I apologize. There's a new box in town, the Target box, and they have been fighting over it um, all morning. Yes. The cat's got to have it. Anyway, so we are going to New York tomorrow morning. I'm so excited. Can we talk about this flight? And who booked this flight? That's what I want to know. We had no choice. We had no choice. This flight, guys, and I'm not trying to complain because when my brother flies home from Portland, like he's literally on the airplane for 13 hours. So I can't complain. complain. Yeah, I'm still going to complain. The issue was we were trying to find a flight that gets to New York in the afternoon without it being like eight or nine o'clock at night because we have to be in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was either take this early ass flight or take a later flight. And this flight, unfortunately, leaves at six o'clock in the morning just to get to New York at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, we have a layover in um, Baltimore. Or we had the option to pay 600 bucks to do, like, a one-way trip from Tampa yeah. to uh, – I mean, from Tampa to New York, and I was not paying $600. Yeah, that's just a little much. I know. They're like, how, how badly do you not want to wait? I know. I was like, I can wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Save me $400. I will wait. Um, so, yeah, we have to be up at the crack of dawn tomorrow morning, which we have not started okay. packing. Nope. It is, like – it's uh it's it's noon here on thursday oh yeah <laughs> we have a lot Haven't of films to do packing. today i just did laundry last night didn't even put it away we have so much content because we've kind of been bumming this week and can we talk about really quick at the fact that we've done so many trips this summer and every single time after we're done with the trip i'm like i'm gonna do things better this time i'm gonna Never. pre-pack in advance so all i have to do is be worry-free in the, in the upcoming days and here I am again. Girl, I literally just got back from Georgia this past weekend, and I could have just kept all my stuff in the bag. That's not going to lie. My toiletry bag is still packed, and I'm probably just going to bring that, which is low-key why I wanted to be like, are we checking a bag? Because I didn't want to like go through all my travel stuff yeah. and have to repack. <laughs> uh, um, we get two free check bags, though. We do. Southwest. Southwest. I know. Hook your girls up. Um, so yeah, we'll be in um, we'll be in Baltimore for a couple hours. We're not leaving the airport, but I mean, unless we really wanted to. Knowing our luck, we'd be the ones that miss our flight. I know. Um, And then coming back on Sunday. It's a quick New York trip. So if you see us out there, we're probably not there because you guys are hearing this next week. So, um, sorry. Well, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Um, So this week, we are going to be talking about attachment items. And I'm fine. We're bringing this up because I'm kind of that like, like Michael and Bryce are just so different when it comes to these things. And Bryce, mm-hmm. we're just, like, not struggling. But I don't know. I'm at such a crossroads with Bryce. Like, I don't know what to do. So attachment items being, like, blankets, binkies, stuff like that. Bryce is five, okay? And when he was little, he had Lammy and Blanky. Remember yeah. Lammy and Blanky? It was a little lamb that he literally loved to death. The thing was, like, falling apart. And my freaking husband is outside. I'm so sorry, guys. He's mowing the lawn, so I can't even yell at him because then he's going to make me go do it. No, girl. He's cutting wood right now. I don't know what. Oh, how he's, he's in the garage? Like, yeah. He went from, like, mowing the lawn to weeding the sides of the house, and now he's cutting wood. <laughs> Listen, man gets shit done. Okay. So oh, no, it's not, it's not wood. I'm sorry. Let me go back. He's um, using the blower. I'm trying to, like, like oh, do the sound to what he could be doing. It's the blower. Damn. Good for him, man. Anyway. 
Um, so he he had Lamy and Blanky that he would bring everywhere, like everywhere. Lamy was falling apart, and when Bryce turned three, we were like, you know, Lam- Lamy's got to go. So we we took Lamy away, and he's just had like a weird attachment with blankets. We took Blanky away. Yeah. yeah. And so then like Blanky, he was, he's, he's has no problem giving anything up and he wasn't like this with like pacifiers or bottles or anything. Mm-hmm. So we would take Blanky away and he would be fine. He would find a different blanket. I was say he'd find something else though. It was my, it was my fault. Like this started like last fall. It was my fall blankets. And I'd be like, okay. And then it got to the point where I had to take all the blankets and put them in my room. Mm-hmm. But then he found the minion blanket. And I'm like, what the hell? So now it's like the minion blanket he wants to sleep with every single night. And it's like random stuffed animals. like. And I don't know if you noticed it, but you know that blanket's broken, right? Oh, yeah, girl. It's like ripped on the side or something. Yeah, it's old. I almost offered, because Michael, obviously Michael has the same comforter in the blankets from when he was little that we had bought for him. And I almost offered the minion blanket that Michael has, because it's basically brand new. Michael doesn't use it Mm -hmm. anymore. But also I'm like, "Mm, he's starting to take his blanket everywhere. And I'm like, I'm not going to offer a new replacement so we can just keep going. No, it's, he, Michael has the same blanket. They both have, they each have one. And Michael's, the reason, the way we can tell whose is whose is Michael's, or Bryce's is all fucked up. I know, it's just like. It's an old blanket. Put in the work. Yeah. So I don't know. I think my, I don't know, like, is it an issue? Is it not an issue? Because it doesn't seem to be with like one item. It's just like, he just has to have something. Yeah. I think a lot of people allow their kids to be attached to stuff and everyone has their own opinions about it. I'm so anti-attachment because I've seen from family and friends, the chaos that happens when like that item is lost or destroyed mm-hmm. or something and just like the the hell that the parents have to go through and i'm like it is not that serious like like when your kids have to go to school and like you have to tell them that they can't yeah. bring it or like if like if right now if like michael has a stuff you know in his room and like the dogs tear it apart or whatever michael will be like oh like that was mine but he's not gonna like be distraught over it like some other people who literally have to secretly buy the same exact stuffed animal in three or fours because they're so scared of you know getting mm-hmm. it destroyed great for like a baby I guess to get attached but like once they start getting older you really should like force them out of it because I know adults who are still attached <laughs> to things and it's like you're how old and you still can't get rid of your blanket your stuffed animal like that's not okay like it could it just it stresses them out especially when they can't go somewhere with it mm-hmm. and then they start panicking like starting young starting I don't know. Young. there's like such a huge debate on like pacifiers too uh both boys we did use pacifiers um mostly because like I couldn't breastfeed mm-hmm. and I felt bad you know, like that's they it's like a comfort thing yeah. yeah and I didn't want them stuck in their thumbs so I did the pacifier but we took the pacifier away for both of them when they turned a year old mm-hmm. same thing with bottles um they both of them never really had like an issue like walk because some babies will like walk around just like with the bottle in their mouth like when the bottle's the, empty was that you yeah my mom's I, I was like walking and talking age still with the bottle because I was so me and my brother were attached to the bottles and mm. my grandmother was very like if they wanted they have it type of thing yeah and she would always serve all of our drinks in bottles and it was my stepdad that was like they're getting too old to be having this and mm-hmm. we fought with it we cried with our mom because we thought it was like so mean and she was like you know it's going to ruin their teeth if like our teeth are growing in and we're still on the bottles and eventually like we were weaned off of it and stuff like that um and as I got older I was like damn people really should be taking now this. you're still on the bottle <laughs> it's a different kind of bottle though it's a wine bottle now <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> you know what i love is i hope you said i'm really like anti-attachment but anytime we go somewhere tiffany and i's first question is like where are we gonna pack our blankets i know but i think that's we more are- like a 
<laughs> if I don't have something super, super soft, like if hotels had extra soft blankets, I'd be great. Like I'd be fine. But the thing is, I've got to so many hotels with like not sticky, scratchy, like scratchy, like blanket, and then like I'm awake the whole night because I can't sleep and I'm so uncomfortable. And I know every blanket I buy is extra fluffy. Hell yeah! So like that's why I don't think it's an attachment. It's like a please make like me a comfortable. Comfort need. No, I mean, like, I 100% agree. Um, I, I have to have a blanket. It's not any particular blanket. I just need to have my own blanket because I don't like sharing blankets. Yeah, you don't like sharing, and nope. I like having super soft blankets. I, will, I My husband and I don't share a blanket in bed. If we're all sitting on the couch, my couch is literally covered in um, couch blankets because I will not share my couch blanket. And, like, sometimes my husband tries to, like, stick his feet under there, and I'm like, I'll give him a look. And like he he's I think he low key still thinks I'm joking and like it's a joke and I'm like so. it's not a joke though like do not use my blanket. It's like you have we're your together, own. you're fine. I mean it's like I don't no, know. Hell no. I'm like it's not a joke. Do you have like forty other blankets to choose from? Let me have mine. You're letting my heat out. That's how I feel like, with leave me alone. Megan has two white blankets that I confuse all the time, and she happens to either wear one, sit on the other one. So I try to like sneakily take one blanket, and then I realize when we touch skin to skin, I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's the same blanket. And then I don't even have to say anything. You just look at me like, <laughs> like you just touched me. <laughs> like it's just the fear in your eyes. Like what the fuck are you doing? Or I'll and see, I'm like, the oh, blanket. I'll feel my heat like leaving, and I'm like, someone is trying to enter my face right now. <laughs> And I'll feel like your toes be like, and I'm like, I, know, bitch. I feel I like accidentally just touch you, like barely touch you, like our hairs are touching, and then you just do, and I'm like, oh shit, like you got five seconds to get out of this blanket, or you get a whole world of hurt. I know, but then touch. again, she's sitting on the fucking blanket, so how am I supposed to get it? There's 15 other ones. I know, but your cats are on the other ones. I'm trying to fight them either. It's chaos trying to fight for these blankets, basically. I know. There's there's a lot. You have to go to the other living room, and there's a couple more in the bins down there, but. But imagine if we were, like, actually attached to our blankets. Like, they half couldn't the trips, go anywhere Yeah, without. half the trips that we've gone to, we couldn't fit our blankets. And then that would be, like, us being, like, no or no, we're not going. Or that's us staying up all night. Like, that's the anxiety that we would get if we were attached. Yeah. Thing. We were talking about possibly auditioning for Amazing Race. Um, mm-hmm. But our, our thing was how, how many clothes do we need? with my blanket in there like how could how can I bring my blanket and have enough clothes and stuff to go through the amazing race? girl my thing was where <laughs> can I pl- Amazon where can I plug in my sound machine I know <laughs> I can't sleep so I have such a going off topic for a bit uh for a bit I have such an issue with like snores like I can't handle snoring and I saw that on the amazing race like everyone basically like sleeps in the same area together and if just one person is snoring like I'm fucked I, I just can't sleep in, like, silence. Like, I need some kind of noise. Like, we yeah. have an air conditioner in our room that we run in the winter. It could be 30 degrees outside, and we're still running that air conditioner just because of the noise. That's what the, us with the fan. It wasn't until Mike told me that there's, like, a button on the fan that you can switch the way it goes. And so it, like, push, not, moves yeah. the air. And I'm like, hell, yeah. I had no idea for my 28 years of living that that was a thing. Yep, neither did I. And that's dusty as hell because I never yep. knew it was. <laughs> I never knew it was there. I so I don't need to TikTok hacks. We just cleaned the fans not too long ago, and there's like a super easy way to do it. But you can tell Mike that you're too short, and he'll have to do it. I can't clean the fans. It has dust, and I'm allergic. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, not for you. How do when I? When people that? laugh at me, they're like, "That's not what you." I was like, "I'm legitimately like when they did the skin test. Like I'm so allergic to dust mite or dust bunnies and dust that I don't dust our house because I'm so allergic. And it's like, I mean, I am. So you'll live in the dirt. You'll live in the dust. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't touch it. It takes me out. If like I accidentally like 
my makeup jewelry used to collect dust all the time because I rarely wore makeup or jewelry mm-hmm. in the past. And when I would open it, I'd be sick for like three days afterwards. Really? Yep. I love that for you. I wish that was me. Um. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Again, back mm-hmm. to Bryce. I just, I just don't know what to do. I mean, he's not like t- he doesn't have to take it everywhere. Like, he's not bringing it in the car to go to random places. It's like if he's spending the night at someone's house. It's yeah. like a. And he'll he spent the night at your house before when he didn't have the blanket or didn't have the stuffed animal. But then I feel but like he, he goes over asking. to your your house and like adopts one. That's the thing. So he keeps yeah he keeps asking, and then he'll get attached to one of our things. He got attached to the Minecraft character that Michael has in our house. And it was the only thing he wanted whenever he would come over. So that day that I texted you when you went for your birthday to Disney, that he was like, where's the Minecraft one? And I was like, bro, like they're all gone. We threw them mm-hmm. out because Mike doesn't use them. And he was like, do you have any other options? And I was like, I got one stuffed animal or nothing at all. And he took the damn stuffed animal. And that was mm-hmm. the thing that he held on to. I'm just yeah, like, so weird. Like I've never met a kid that like his – his attachment thing literally changes with his environment. I know. Changes with his environment. And he's so, like, it was the minion that he got attached to in our house. He made sure, like, if he was chilling on the couch in the living room, he'd bring the minion thing, too, just to sit with him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, boo-boo, we got, like, five people in the house right now, which is five spaces on the couch. Minion's got to go. Because <laughs> he's the minion's kind of big at this point that, like, he also kind of takes up a seat. So yeah. um, we, we can't be doing that. And we just can't not have anything. Yeah, like, I tell him all the time, I'm like, pick up your blanket and stuff, go put it in your room, and, like, his minion blanket will be out on the couch, and he's like, but I'm using it. And I'm like, you're not even in the same room as it. Go mm-hmm. put it in your room. And Michael he's never like, did any of this. It. No, Michael never – The what's funny is the blankie that, um, that Bryce got super attached to was Michael's blanket. When Michael was little, like, just learning how to walk, I have a couple pictures of him. He used to walk around with that blanket, but he just never really – he never got, got attached, attached to anything, anything like no. that. There was no stuffed animal Michael required. And I'm sure maybe because he went to two different houses, he never really, like, had anything attached mm-hmm. to bring with him. But he never got attached to a stuffed animal. He liked them. He'd sleep with them. And if it wasn't yeah. in the bed, he wasn't whining about it. He's never had attached to blankets. He likes the blankets that we're using. Yeah, he's always forever trying to steal I know. Blankets. I'll be with the blanket, and he just slowly takes it away. And I'm like, you've got to be goddamn kidding me. Um, but he never really got attached to anything that I can think of. Me neither. Not really bad with the pacifier. Um, nothing really. They're just two very different kids. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't even say, like, it's an age thing because I know, like, firstborn kids who are attached to stuff. My sister's the youngest. She was also attached to stuff for the longest. And I think it's harder with, like, the baby of the family because I know my family let it happen because, like, she was so young, and they were like, just let her, Did like... she have a blanket or anything? She did. She doesn't anymore, but she did have it that for the longest time. She was having it until, you know, almost hitting the double digits, and we were mm. like, y'all need to, like... I think when I was with Mike, she still had one, and I was like, she's getting too old for that, and they were like, just let her be, like, she's still a child or whatever, but I was like, you do not want her to be a teenager still having mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, you guys really have to cut the cord on that. I get that she's the baby, but, like... Where was the baby, the gentleness when I was a child, you right? know? Like, no, I would have been told to get no. rid of that shit real quick. Grow up, Tiffany. I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's funny, though, is, um, so, with Lammy, what Bryce used to do is, it was actually, like, around his tag on his butt. That was where it was, like, worn out the most, because Bryce used to sleep in bed, and he would just do, like, he would rub his fingers together and rub the tag. Mm-hmm. And he would do that for hours, the point where the lamb literally had, like, holes, and the mm-hmm. tag was, like, so worn, you couldn't read it anymore. It was so disgusting. Um, and so, I was talking to Daphne about it, 
And apparently when Travis was a baby, Travis would do the same thing mm-hmm. with uh, stuffed animals. Like he would, he would just rub the tag over and over and over for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so crazy because Bryce does it too. And it's not like Travis was like, hey, try this yeah. out. It's great. You know, like he just did it on his own. So I was like, I wonder if it is like – like a genetic thing, yeah, like or hereditary. some sort of comfort. Because it's so. Because Bryce or Michael never did that. I never rubbed tags until, you know. But I know a lot of babies must do it because when I was at a Baby's R Us one time, I saw a toy, and actually, I bought it for. I think I bought it for Michael. It was a little square rectangle, and it just had tags on the outside. That baby's really, <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, I guess I should have got it for Bryce, but I don't know if you had Baby's R Us when Bryce was born. No, nope, Baby's R Us was already gone. Just trash. I love that. But um, which brings us to point number two. We wanted to touch on socializing your kids. Yes. So the way that I did it, like socializing your kids versus daycare versus like, I guess we'll just start with babies. So babies. Some people are very against like bringing your babies around other babies because your baby will get sick. The babies against babies or babies against people? Oh, babies against babies. <laughs> I, babies against the world. So I actually, I had a friend, she just gave birth maybe a week ago. Um, before she gave birth, she did this whole like Facebook announcement, basically saying rules about the baby because she, she's like, everyone's going to want to come really? over. Yeah. She did it so respectful. Like I wish I would have screen recorded it the way she did. It was really nice. But she posted on Facebook? Yeah. Because I guess so many people were like, I want to see the baby and stuff. Like it was the easiest way for her to announce, you know, if you want to come over, come over and see the baby. Mm-hmm. These are the rules though. Okay. Um, I love the rules actually. I think it's the best rules I've ever seen because some people do be like dramatic with some of the shit. I know. I'm not wearing a plastic bag over my whole body just to see a damn baby. I'll just wait till it's a year old. <laughs> but she said her first rule, um, which I'm not going to say her name in case she just watches uh, her dogs came before the baby, so she said, when you do come in, please just greet the dogs because they're probably going yeah. through an adjustment. Oh, that's and, so sweet. Yeah, I love that. I was like, damn, I didn't even think about that. But definitely like greet the them, anyway. acknowledge them, because I'm sure, like, that might make things – I mean, I've never had a baby around the kids to know – or the kids – baby around the dogs <laughs> to know how the dogs are, but I'm sure it might freak them out that they go from getting, like, so much attention to nothing at all. Being pushed past, mm-hmm. yeah. So she said, greet the dogs before you come in. Which I thought that was super cool. The second thing she said um, is if you're sick or have allergies, even if it's just something to like the trees or grass, just please stay home regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, come back when you don't know. Yeah. Come yeah. back when you don't have allergies. Um, wash your hands, I think was the third rule. The, fir- the fourth rule was um, if you smoke, she had like a pair of like big shirts like in the laundry room so people mm-hmm. could change and stuff like that, which I like, guess such a big thing. Like I don't think people realize how much it's a big thing. I don't care if people smoke or not, but if I do have a baby, like, you can't withhold smoking for a day to see the baby. Don't come over. It's not even smoking, like, okay, so we did the same thing with both kids, because um, I, I did have, I still do have people in my family who smoked. It was, if you can smoke, okay, but you're not smoking before you come to my house. Like, That's you what I'm saying, shower yeah. at home, you get ready to come to my house, you come see the baby, and if you need to smoke, leave. You're going to see the baby. Hi, what's up? Hold off. And then you yeah. you don't touch the baby again. I'm sorry, but oh, I'm, I'm not going to have way. my baby smell like smoke. Like one, my allergies 
flare up with smoking as it is. And yeah. like, I'm not going to tell people how to live their lives, do whatever you want. I don't care. But if like, I have a baby in the home, like you're not going to s- just smoke a cigarette before you come mm-hmm. into my house. You can hold off for a few hours. Like just yeah. do it if you that desperately want to see the baby. But the minute you start, even if you did at eight o'clock in the morning, you came to shout, my house yeah. at two o'clock in the afternoon. Like I know because your breath is going to smell like smoke. Your hair, gonna smell your like clothes. Smoke. Like, like, it's not just like even. So Travis and I went to a bar um a few months ago and it was one of the first bars we've been to in a long time that you could smoke inside Mm -hmm. and travis and i don't smoke so we came home like covered reeking of smoke my hair smelled like smoke for days Mm -hmm. there's no way stays with you it does and i don't want my baby smelling like that i don't want you know so you can shower at home Mm -hmm. not smoke come over here wash your hands because everyone has to wash your hands Mm -hmm. whether you're a smoker or not before you touch the baby Touch the baby, hang out, and then if you got a smoke, then yeah. And then her last rule was no kissing the baby, which I'm gonna bring this up just for a quick mm. second. I, I don't have, I've never had any babies of my own. Um, I didn't know Michael, or and I didn't really hang out around, hang around with Bryce. <laughs> I didn't really like touch or like really played with mm. Bryce when he was a baby because we were still like newly talking. But I've never like even with Corinne's baby, who's my best friend, like I never had an urge to like kiss someone else's baby like Mm. I know people do that because it's like a loving thing but like that's weird to me if it's like even like Bryce like and I thought Bryce was the cutest little chunky little Michelin looking baby you I never had the man if I could just kiss him right now like he was still not my baby like I feel like that's something that only parents should be doing and it's just like really weird that like you have to tell people don't kiss my child when I worked, um, so when I worked for the oral surgeon's office, um, I was lucky enough to bring Bryce to work with me every single day. I went back to work after two weeks, um, and I would bring Bryce um, to work with me every single day. And I used to work with a a doctor. He was, um, I can't remember what his nationality was. The doctor? Yeah, he was. He was like an intern doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember his name, but I don't want to say it. I, he was he was from the Middle East. I'll just say that. And he used to smell. He used to every single morning he would come in and he would ask to hold Bryce. He would pick up Bryce and he would smell him, the top <laughs> okay. of his head. And no, that was like a very like common thing to do over okay. there. He said like it was the like baby smell or something. Yeah, the the, the new baby smell. He did okay. it up until Bryce was like six months old, and then um, interesting. And then he was just like you know he's like it. It releases, he said it released endorphins or something like that. Like the, the brand new baby smell. And it was like very common for them to do it over there. Huh. And a lot of people would do it. Mm-hmm. They would ask to smell Bryce's head all the time. Like not even just him, like mm-hmm. other people. And I'm just like, sure, you can smell my baby's head. Not kissing the baby. Um, well, smelling also isn't like, it, you're just, if you're sniffing the child, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see an issue with that. But the whole like people kissing like other people's babies. Yeah, I had a couple people in there. Because mind you, like I was, Bryce was like the office baby. Like everyone, while I would work, they would pass Bryce around. Like mm-hmm. Bryce got to know all the girls. He was in the back sometimes. He was upstairs with someone sometimes. Like they would just come by and just pick him up if they saw I was on the phone or whatever. I know, that chunky To the point ass. where he was... I know. And then we, I, I had him with me every single, almost every single day for a year. So he mm-hmm. learned to crawl there. He learned to walk there. Like, so he would be all over the office and people would, yeah, when he was a tiny baby, um, there were a couple girls that I'm still friends with and I didn't mind because I, I knew them pretty well that, you know, they would hold Bryce and give him mm-hmm. a little kiss on the head and random people. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's just, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent 
okay with the whole kissing thing. I would have to know you really well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're coming over with, like, my brother's, not any of my brother's girlfriends, but, you know, if I didn't know you and you came over and you were, like, kissing yeah. my baby on the head, I'd be like, no, like, Don't no. do that. Keep, keep your lips to yourself. <laughs> and I think COVID changed my views on a mm-hmm. lot of things, too. I agree. As far as that. I think even with COVID, like, I would even be, like, just us to live, like, us as parents to, like, limit ourselves from doing it because you don't know what you have either. Mm-hmm. Like, just let the kid at least make it a few weeks. Like, I think they say it's a couple of months before it's okay and they're not as in danger or at risk yeah. than a freaking newborn baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just amazes me with, like, how many people have to say that because it's, like, just like I remember Mike's um, bringing up before how he said when you used to be pregnant, people would try to touch your belly. And women oh always say, like, random people would just grab up and yeah, touch other people's belly. Would. Like, why, though? That's, like – That happened with Bryce, too. That's just – that's so odd to me. I've never seen, like, any pregnant – Zero pregnant women I've ever, even when you were pregnant, yeah. I had no desire to be like, let me touch that belly. <laughs> Everyone would. And I mean, like, I totally, un- but again, me being like super indecisive and seeing both sides, like I, people that I knew, friends, family, Travis's family, like, especially being the first grandchild, they would just come up, not even ask. Yeah. Just come up and start rubbing my belly. And I'm like, I understand there's like your grandbaby's in there or your, your cousin or whoever it is is in but your belly and you're so excited some... but at the same time I'm like it's Respect, my body yeah like you would never just like come up to someone and be like I know or it's whatever weird. you know yeah. like it's, it's weird like please and then the random people girl it used to happen all the older generation would just come up and just touch your belly really girl I'd be yes. throwing hands pregnant and not <laughs> I think with with Michael, it happened a lot more with Michael. With Bryce, um, I was working full-time, so I was always, like, sitting at a desk or something. Um, So it didn't happen as much. And I became way more of a recluse. Yeah. (laughs) It's when my uh, anxiety, you know, was at its peak. So I wasn't really leaving the house a whole lot. Mm -hmm. But when I was pregnant with Michael, um, I was very, 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 very sick with Michael. So I couldn't work the last, the, the latter half of my pregnancy. So I was, you know, I was doing all the errands and stuff while Mike was in school and he was working two jobs mm-hmm. and yeah, people would come up to me all the time. And I think I was just so in shock that yeah, I just didn't know how me. to respond. Well, we would sit down and he's like, this is something that I'm really big on. He's like, so many people did this to Megan. And he's like, I, I'm not afraid to just slap people's hands away. Yeah, like, he would. He'd be like, pop, like, don't touch my wife. I was like shocked. And I was like, really? People like you don't know? He's like, yeah, they would just go. He's like, not even like a higher hello, but like, that's the first thing. I'm like, that's the baby. so weird. Like, and yeah. I'm very like blunt and honest. Like, I dare someone to try me and I will be the one who loses my shit and be like, who? I'd be like, I'm not even pregnant. Like, nine months fully thing. and be like, what are you talking to my fat ass for? Like, Uh, call them out. Just like, like you're not even pregnant. You just put on some pounds and, like, the old people just go up and touch your belly. I know. I think maybe that's why there was such a big, um, I don't know if it slowed down a lot. I haven't been pregnant in a long time, but. I don't, you don't really hear too much about that anymore. Maybe it's because... I think a lot of people are more open and adamant about, like, it's my child, like, don't, don't do touch this. Me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, this is the point where I almost got a shirt that was like, do not touch. Because mm-hmm. it was really bad. I think a lot more people are very strict with their rules now compared to in the past. Because, you know, in the past, you'd be like, it's family. Like, it's okay if the family's telling you to do this or that. And now people are like, it's my child. I don't care if your family. It's my child now. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, generation of, like, really putting your foot down is helping to like not make it as awkward because I'm sure everyone's always like I don't want to upset them and you know they raised yeah. me like they know more and like now everyone's like I don't give a shit yeah this generation is more like self-care self-worth like it's my me. my life I'm gonna do it yeah, yeah I'm not gonna thing. do things just to make other people happy which is great because that's how I like to live my life mm-hmm 
No, I agree. Because I mean, even like as silly as like when Mike and I used to talk about like what baby names we would want to pick. And we would like just casually tell family like if they were around in the area and they're like telling us, no, you should use this and that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I, I wasn't asking. I know, like, I'm telling you what names I like. <laughs> these, are, these are my ideas. Like this is what we may come up with. Like you don't get the input, no offense. Yeah. And I'm like, and this is us hypothetically talking and y'all are telling us yes or no. And I'm like, oh, we y'all going to learn the hard way. <laughs> Like, I know they already know how Mike is, but it's like, they're slowly learning that like, I'm the same way. And I'm more like blunt about things that it's like, Oh, no, no, no. Like, you don't, you don't, you don't get to do that. What do you mean? I think you're so you're such a Gemini. You're either like, I don't want to say passive, but you're very like accommodating. You're just like, yeah, that sounds great. And or you're very like, yeah, no. Yeah. And I think because so many people now are invested, like family and friends and like me getting pregnant, and having a baby, and I can see them all wanting to be like extra. And I'm like, damn it, there's gonna be just so many fights. So many people of like, please don't, don't stress me out. Everyone's like, even now they're like, you should do this to get pregnant. You should do that. And it's like, stop telling me you what don't to think fucking I've heard that before. do. <laughs> and I'm like, if I have to go through that, like, like during the pregnancy of what they want me to do. And then afterwards, I was like, I'm just going to be like, I know it took me a while. Let me experience. Like I even said, like, I know when people are like, do this, this is going to help or whatever. It's like, let me make the first mistakes if I want to. If I don't want to make mistakes, I'll ask. But if I want to go through the damn drama of being like, I didn't know this was better. Let me fucking do it. Figure it out on your own. No, let me whine and complain about stuff that I messed up. You know, I don't have to be perfect. So, yeah, another thing that really bothered me while I was pregnant, I don't, we totally got off the subject that I we were supposed to talk about, but since we're already going here, let's go here. So, girl, not just people touch, it's the unsolicited advice while you're pregnant. Man, I never got so many people telling me. So, first of all, they all want to know the same thing. How far along are you? Mm-hmm. And I was, I was to the point where I was literally going to get a shirt. I'm 24 weeks. It's, it's a boy. Here's the name. Like, seriously. <laughs> Girl, the amount of people who feel the need to tell you while you're pregnant. Girl, I I was at Publix one time. I'll never forget. I was I was like 30-something weeks pregnant. I was looking at BOGO ice cream. I wasn't even going to buy it. I was just looking at it. Okay? I was pregnant as hell. I was just thinking about it. I, I wasn't was, going to do it. And some old lady came up to me. And I remember Mike was in the checkout line. And she told me, she was like, you, she said something, I can't remember exactly what she said. She said something along the lines of like, the last thing I needed was ice cream. Really? And I started crying hysterically at, at Publix. Uh, it was the one at Largo too. Largo, Largo, uh, Pinellas County over there. It yeah. was that one right there. I started crying. I was like, what do you mean? Like, all I wanted was some damn ice cream. And I was pregnant as hell. Like, why couldn't I have ice cream? Yeah. But with some old lady, she's like, the last thing you need is ice cream. You shouldn't be eating that. And I'm like, that is hysterical. The The amount of people who will tell you and then their opinion on things, like, don't do this with the baby, don't do that. And I'm like, I haven't even had the baby. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Unsolicited advice. And then the people, once you do have the baby, like, because, you know, you would, well, I don't know if you guys are going to do it, but I did it with both kids. You walk around the little stroller thing, you put a blanket over the top so people aren't like, oh, to like cover people them. People will peer inside. Really? Yes. That's- the audacity, girl. Girl, the audacity I'm, of people. I'm, I'm going to go to jail with the damn baby, yeah, apparently. They'll go in there and they will, like, look, move stuff aside to go look in there or you'll see people, like. I've done that. I've, like, tried to sneak a peek, like, from, like, a distance to see. Because sometimes, I'm going to be honest, I don't know if it's a baby or a dog inside. So, you know, I'm just, I get you. excited over both. I just want to know what it is. And sometimes, you know, if you do make a little bit of noise, like, pss, 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 
the dog will peer out and then I'm like, yes, I didn't have to do anything. Um, That's all I need is some random weird woman going pss, 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 to my baby. Yes. <laughs> but I would never like touch someone else's Stuff. thing. Yeah. yeah. Even like, so Corinne obviously gave birth my oh, best friend. touching the baby too? Oh, Lord Jesus. Sorry, that was loud for y'all. I'm so sorry. Bad. Corinne had her baby, newly baby. I think when I met her, she was a couple of months old. I was so nervous. I didn't ask to, to touch the baby at all. I waited till Corinne was like, do you want to hold her? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to be that annoying person that's like, let me hold the baby. Let me hold the baby. Because like, I see that that's an argument for a lot of people when people want the baby back and then people are fighting you with yes. it. And I just, I don't want to be that person. So I never asked to hold the baby because I was like, that's how I would like to be treated. And she offered for me to hold the baby. And I was like, yeah. She's like, I just need you to put like hand sanitizer, like on your arms and your hands and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, but like it was around COVID. So I understood. Um, and I remember holding the baby and then we had another friend who was like, oh, can I have the baby next? And I was like, you're going to have to ask the mom. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not exactly. getting into this. I was like, I want to make sure that I'm not doing anything to make her uncomfortable. And I was like, and this is my best friend who, you know, is, is obsessed with me. Like, I can't imagine with people who like, you're not as close as to like, be open and honest. And I already prepared everyone around me, anyone that we've talked to, like about like having a baby and stuff. And I'm like, I'm just gonna let you know right now. I'm gonna have rules. You should. And if y'all don't follow it, you don't hold the baby. Don't, yeah, exactly. Like, like, who are you to say someone's rules about their child is like too much, or you don't think that it's appropriate, or whatever? Yeah. Like that's their that's their fucking baby. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're like you're only allowed to wear the color blue while holding my baby. If that's what you want to do, that's your baby. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you don't like it, you don't have to hold the baby. Yeah. Period. You can go home and wear yellow. I don't give a shit. <laughs> go home and wear yellow. <laughs> but yeah, like we. Oh my god. Even with Bryce. Um, People will literally just like come up and touch your baby, especially like this. They would always get me because I'm really good about like, like kind of like blocking them with my arms at the grocery store. You get an old person behind you and there's a baby in the little front seat thing and you go to unload your cart. They would touch Bryce's feet or they'd be like talking to Bryce and like, you know, touching Bryce's hands, rubbing his cheek, like all kinds of stuff. And I'm like... (laughs) Please don't touch my kid. I just hope to God it happens once so I could just grab that old person's nose and be like, hey, look now. There, there was a couple times and you're like, I would slowly like pull the cart. Yeah. You know, I'm at the back of the cart like unloading my groceries, like pulling him up like, ha, 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 like trying not to be rude. Because mm-hmm. I also like try to keep in mind it's a generational thing. Like back in but the day. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But just trying to keep in mind that, yes, please um, make it known. Don't touch my kid. Mm-hmm. But I also like understand times were different back in the day and it was more accepted. Old people just don't want to adjust. Old people be stressing me out, though, because old even be when Michael was three years old, it used to, I don't know if I ever told you this before, I know I told Mike, it used to irk me, like drive me insane, where I would have Michael with me, and people would go and talk to him, mm-hmm. like just start talking to him, and I would have to like slowly, but like a little bit like roughly like snatch Michael behind me, like who the fuck told you that you can just talk? to him mm-hmm. it's he's one great. thing to be like oh my god he's so cute and then like talk to me and acknowledge me first before you talk to him but full on starting a conversation with a three-year-old like that used to drive me insane because like michael also loved giving out his information and address like mm-hmm. nobody's business and i would not be paying attention and doing something and now i have to go back over here and be like michael get over here like yeah and it's it's such a catch-22 because you know you, you need to tell your kid your address and your phone number like we bryce just learned my phone number last week for safety reasons like mm-hmm. if something were to happen and he is lost somewhere. He needs to be able to tell someone mm-hmm. what his mom's phone number is and where he lives. But at the same time, kids will also shout the, the shit from the rooftops. 
And I just never got, like, even when, like, I pass by babies and stuff and the babies are waving or saying I hi, I'll wave. say hi back. I will wave to a baby. But I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, my God, and how old are you? Like, yeah. I would ask the mom, oh, my God, she's adorable. How old is she? You mm-hmm. know, like, I talk to the parent. Like, I just hate it when people would just talk to Michael. And I'm like, uh-uh, you're not starting a conversation. And then I look rude because I just pulled Michael away and they're just looking at me. And I'm like. They're like, I wasn't going to do anything. I'm like, well, then don't fucking talk to a Like, child. you're a stranger. Like, I don't care if you're a 90-year-old stranger. Yeah. There's no way you could physically pick him up to steal him. But you're a stranger nonetheless. And you like, got to remember, like, these moms, us, like, I just had the conversation. I was telling Tiffany the other day, had the stranger danger conversation with Bryce. Yeah. We, as parents, the majority of us are teaching our kids not to talk to strangers for their own protection and their own safety. And then mm-hmm. you have all these people going up to kids. And wanting to talk to them. Wanting to talk to them and showing them, like, oh, strangers aren't that bad. And I'm not saying that you need to be rude to every single child that you see. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, I don't know. It's – it's it pisses me off, too. Yeah. Like, don't don't talk to me. Like, if I see a baby and a baby's waving at me, I think it's hella rude not to wave back at a baby. I do. I do be waving. I'd be waving. From that one time at Disney. Hey, but I'm not going up to everyone and no one was just paying a response. I know. That pissed me off so bad because it hurts their feelings. Like, Bryce was waving to everybody and no one was waving back. I and know. I was like, I will fight you. I swear to God. Just wave. Just wave. You don't have to go up and, like, tell your whole life story. You know. Just hi. And then you, you move along, you know? It's it's too many catch-22s, but. Oh. I'd rather my kids be safe than sorry. It's going to be a very interesting time. I know. Very interesting school year. The Stranger Danger talk was. And that's the thing now that is trying to thing. switch to be even extra protective with the kids. I mean, we even talked when you were like, is this like too strict or am I being too much? And it's like, you can't be too much anymore because you don't know. like know like what's enough. I was telling Megan all the things she needs to do, like to pack in the kids' bags for safety. And these poor kids are going to have 35 pound bags, not for their supplies, but for their protection. I know. Like it's, it's, you don't want to scare your kids, um, but you also don't want them to be oblivious. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause these, these things happen. And you can't all tell them what's things. going on. Like, Every single time when I tell Michael, like, this is a stranger, I'm like, don't trust this. Like, when we go through Halloween, that, like, the kids get candy, and every single time there was a candy that was slightly opened or maybe not wrapped at all, and I told Michael, I was like, throw it away. Yeah. And he was like, but why? It's just candy. And it's like, uh-uh, I'm, like, not trying it. Or candy that I've never even heard of, that I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is this brand? Yeah. I would also throw it away, and he'd get upset. And I'm like, how do I expect him? And like, I was like, there could be drugs. It could be something. I'm like, I don't know, because you can't trust anyone. Mm-hmm. No, We 100%. had a neighbor once. And it was a nice neighbor. Mike and I, like, knew them a little bit, but, like, not really. They were inviting Michael and our neighbor's child over for, like, snacks and stuff. And then Michael was trying to go over there. And I was like, no. Mm -hmm. And he was like, but they were just giving us a snack. And I was like, I don't give a damn. And he was like, you say hi to them all the time. I'm like, yes, I know their first name and I say hi. They're still a stranger. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was telling you. I was like, even, you know, family can hurt you and stuff like that. I was like, how do you explain to a children that anyone can hurt you. That's literally the talk that we had in school today. I and mean, Michael's Michael went into sixth grade, so he's. I mean, I give the talk every single year, and I um, up the details as needed because obviously I'm not going to tell the same thing to Bryce that I told mm-hmm. Michael. You know, Michael had a little more advanced talk this year since he is um, entering sixth grade, and Bryce had the very like mellow, basic version. But I was talking to Michael about how so in their buildings, their buildings are on opposite sides of the school. They go to a magnet school, so it's K through eight. So they are in the same school this year. Bryce is on one side of the school, Michael's on the other. And I told Michael, I was like, you know, you need to walk Bryce to class every single day. You got time in the morning, we're dropping you off early enough. You make sure Bryce gets not in his hallway, mm-hmm. inside his classroom. And he's like, Well, what if Bryce eventually knows how to go there? I was like, I don't give a shit if he can do it backwards with his eyes closed. I was yeah. like, there's people at school that can hurt 
you mm-hmm. or him who's very naive and they know he's naive you can fight back and say no like bryce literally just had the bare minimum talk just to get him through an open communication with mm-hmm. me if something were to happen he's like but what do you mean i was like just because they're at your school doesn't mean you can trust them and i'm like and that's just that that's just the truth yeah. like people in your family can hurt you people you know police officers like just because they have a title doesn't mean that you should trust them. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. You know, you need to be extra cautious. And the only people you can trust are the people in your family. And if a doctor is in there with your Mm -hmm. parents in there saying it's okay, there should be no other reason for anyone to be looking anywhere or asking about anything or taking pictures anywhere. Anyone does, even if they ask, I don't care if Mm -hmm. they do it, you come and let me know. Period. I'll take care of it. No, I agree. Even when people ask when we were all talking about the story of Michael breaking his leg, how like, I didn't feel comfortable washing him or having him naked because I'm like, I get that people are like, oh, but you're mm-hmm. like his parent. But it's like, but at the same time, like legally, I'm not. And I'm like, and there's just some things that like, I don't ever want my kids to think that they can be comfortable with every single person. Like mm-hmm. anyone can be dangerous, including family, not family, close friends and stuff like that. And yep. it's just reminding him of the whole like, keep it personal. It doesn't matter who it is. And have open communication with your parents. Cause I don't, I don't want him to think either that if something were to happen, that he can't whether, say something. that he, he's going to get in trouble because it did. Mm-hmm. And that was what I said too. I was like, you know, it's, it's not your fault. It's it, it, things can happen and that's fine. Whether it doesn't matter what you said, you're a child because you know, some people, they be tricking people into thinking that they wanted it too and whatever. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get in trouble. I just need to know. I'll take care of it once you tell me mm-hmm. that you are not going to get in trouble. You're not going to, you know, you just, you come tell me and I promise you I'll take care of it. Yeah. Period. And just letting the kids know because it's such a weird thing. Like, I feel bad, like, to, to even think about, like, how oh, we need to add a trigger warning to this just we for will. the record. Okay. Just remind me. Don't forget. Um, just reminding people to like talk to the kids that it could be anyone like anyone that makes you feel uncomfortable like just say it and it like mm-hmm. it sucks to even say like even if your parents make you feel uncomfortable or your siblings like the people that are closest to you like you still have to tell someone like yeah. no one is safe boundaries are good for everybody sucks to bring that up because you know we were joking around when we said like telling Bryce that he can't talk to, to strangers and his teacher's gonna like hand him the assignment he's gonna be like I can't I told my mom my mom told me I can't give you anything <laughs> like to explain it that it's not everything it's certain things without really saying that it's sexual and stuff Mm -hmm. like that because I mean we avoid saying that specific word and just like beat around the bush so they don't know what that word is well I think some things are age age appropriate and just to you know get the certain areas that shouldn't be looked at or touched I mean that's all Bryce basically knows right I mean I can't go into like oh yeah we're not getting into that (laughs) which we gotta we gotta change that around because let's say something does happen that's not gonna hold up in court but that's a whole different yeah a whole different thing um it's just crazy it is, is it's crazy. scary it's everyone very has scary an opinion. everyone is i'd rather be overly cautious i mean than have something happen and be like i wish i would have done things mm-hmm. differently and that's what i'm trying to explain to my husband right now is he's very like oh, well, when I was his age, I was, you know, walking to school by myself. And, oh, you need to stop having the the leash so tight. I'm like, God forbid something happens. Mm-hmm. At least me, I'll be like, well, I did everything I could mm-hmm. rather than something happening and me being like, oh, man. And then my, my child's life is ruined. I would rather be super tight and then nothing happened or the, rather than, like, loose and then being like, damn, I wish I would have done things differently. And I think that's what makes it so difficult with people who want to give their opinions or people who – are in an older generation to be like, this is all completely different. And then everyone has to deal with so many different things. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we can't do, I can't read a freaking 
whatever parenting or those pregnancy books that they have of like what you should do type of thing because there's so many different scenarios For it's sure. not like how it used to be like i, I, I there was one book mike had a, a pregnancy book and it was basically saying like how to have like your baby sleep and stuff and like where to put things and like now no one puts anything in the fucking crib type of thing mm-hmm. it's like it's just it's so confusing everything is so different too like each person's different i mean you and i are going to be very different mothers Mm -hmm. so i can't i mean i can give you the advice that Mm -hmm. worked for me but it might not work for you and your baby you know take it with a grain of salt some advice is really good um but if it doesn't work for you don't feel bad yeah you know and if it does work then i'll take five (laughs) dollars i'll take five dollars um Damn. No, I completely agree. Even like something as little as Mike and I used to get into arguments of whether we wanted to figure out the like gender in advance or not. Oh, that's and a hell yes for me. Girl, he was like, I need to know. And I was like, Same. well, we could do it like as a surprise. He's like, oh, hell no. He's like, I could know and you could not know. And I was like, no, it should be a surprise. And we were just arguing and I was like. Why would you not want to know? Though? I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm like. Both, both ways. Mike and I, I also have, like, really bad anxiety, though. I know. I think he fucking doesn't like surprises. He's like, tell Same. me or we're not going, you know? That's me, too. The one surprise that I did for him, we were, like, arguing to the point where he's like, I just want to go home. And I was like, damn, I'm, like, trying to surprise him. So, yeah. obviously, I'm having to lie, which was, like, upsetting him. And I was like, you suck at trying to do surprises. That's literally me. Like, my husband knows not to ever give me a surprise. You know not to give yeah. me a surprise because it's just not a good time for me. It makes my anxiety a 10. And then I just can't even enjoy myself. Like, just tell me what's going to happen. And I can I can act surprised. Do you need it for the photo? <laughs> I'm a fake. Oh, my God. I had no idea. I yeah, can't. we were. We I couldn't were... do that with the gender either. Because I, I need to be prepared. I need to have the room set up. That's I need to have everything together. The clothes for the hospital. Like, Girl, I can't. Yeah, I'm going to play devil's advocate right now. That's what he said. He was like, we need specific things. And he's like, we, we're not going to be prepared. And I was like, Bro. There is gender neutral clothing, like, up the ass You're right have now. Gender neut- and then buy everything after your baby's born. I mean, it's just colors, you know? So I'm on both ways because I wanted the surprise aspect of, like, a special thing of, like, not knowing Girl, and I then you, like, find out. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Get with you. Everyone else wants to know, apparently. Um, and then buying I, clothes today. And then I wanted to know. <laughs> She's not pregnant. That no, was just, I'm not. We always have to say that every single time we hypothetically speak. It's a joke. And then, like, I want to know because, obviously, I'd like to know if, you know, you did, you know, jinx me with a fucking boy or I got, mm-hmm. like, with the girl and stuff. And I'm just back and forth all the time. And I tell Mike all the time, like, it's not that we argue or we disagree about the fact that it's, like, I want him to remember, too, which is a thing that maybe other people go through. I don't know, because it's not his first baby, and it's mine mm-hmm. trying to remember to remind him that, like, I need to go through some first moments without Absolutely. being, like, I already did this, yeah, or I know what this works. Yeah, um, that's why I was like, I don't know, like how I want to do it. And he's like, no, we should do it like this. This is how we found out like with Michael. And I was like, yeah, but I was it's like, not we the don't, same. I don't know if I want to know yet. And I was like, and I should be the one who decides. And I was like, I, I see that. you're the one holding the baby. Yeah. And there's like a lot of things that I was like, but I you- don't know how I want to do everything just yet. Um, so which, which doctor are you planning? Where are you? I, can't wait you. <laughs> I would need the number of your uh, OBGYN. So I don't even I can- know. Like. I know if, if if anyone does know, like, I want to be, like, the first person to know. But, like, like the gender reveal parties and stuff like that, like, I don't even know if I want to well, do that. Well, you're going to have to tell me or your mom beforehand because how are we going to throw a it's a girl or boy party? I didn't know. A gender reveal party? Are you planning on having one of That's those? That's why I said I don't know. Because I never had one of those. I don't know either because, like, I, I mean, a lot of people say, like, it's stupid to do a gender reveal party and then do, like, a baby shower because it's essentially, like, two things. And, like, no, I get that. Not. No, you have your gender reveal party. 
Oh, this is this is. I never had either. But this I would say how, you didn't have a gender where you had a baby shower. I or, did. Yeah. I, I had a beer and diaper party a yeah. couple times. But let me tell you how I would do it. Let me let me live hypothetically. This is how I would do it if I were you. I would have a gender reveal party and have it be kind of like a beer and diaper party where, mm-hmm. you know, everyone drinks except for you. <laughs> Love that. And then everyone brings diapers, which, mm-hmm. you know, is you're going to need a shit yeah. ton of diapers. So everyone bring a pack of diapers, right? Mm-hmm. And then you find out the sex of the baby and then you have a baby shower. And that's when people bring toys and clothes and stuff, depending on the gender. Yeah. And you get two fucking parties, bitch. <laughs> I don't if like I could do it again, parties, that's how girl. I would do it. I After think. this whole Moms of Tampa party, I was like, I'm not planning. Well, you don't have parties. to do anything. You have people that would throw it for you. That gives you me anxiety go. too. No, but you give you not knowing the gender. Your baby doesn't give you anxiety. No, I, I just, I keep going back and forth on it, whether I would like to do like a surprise thing or not. Um, I, I think you're gonna. I think you're. This is your first baby. I think with the second one, you might be like, man, I don't care. But your first one, you're, you're gonna yeah. be like, I want to know. No, Mike seems like you don't. He's like, you could say. What did he say? He was saying something. He's like, I don't care if you don't want to know or not. He's like, but I'm going to look at the damn sonogram and figure it out myself. <laughs> I was like, you damn green? Yes, because like, you I can. Because I remember seeing Michael's this. little, his his thing, and I cried because I knew I, I was, I'm telling you, I was so sick. Like, I really thought I was having a girl. Mm-hmm. I would have bet my whole life savings on it. Like, I knew for a fact I was having a girl. And I looked on the sonogram. And, and I, so I, that, I literally looked at the doctor and I was like, that's a penis. And the doctor was like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, ah, I'm like crying. <laughs> and he's like, she's so happy. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, that is too. Oh, my God. Speaking oh. of that, completely off topic. Because I know people have asked me, and people on social media have asked me, and I think you've asked me before, like, would you be upset if it was, like, a boy? Mm-hmm. Some of these TikToks that I've seen at the gender reveals, when the women see I it, know. and they're like, no. And they're just so mad. Like, it, crying. it like, makes me laugh. Crying. It makes me laugh because, like, I don't think that they're going to hate that baby any less. But, like, I can understand to, like, kind of be disappointed. Especially for some of these women who have all boys or all girls and then they get another one. Yeah. It's like, damn. And it just – it cracks me up because some people are so mean in these comments. And I'm like, she can be mad if she wants to. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. I'm going to say right now whether or not we film – a gender reveal in the future if the first thing is a boy i'm gonna look at you and i'm gonna be like you fucking bitch <laughs> maybe i won't go <laughs> it's for all the men because megan says in every single thing i'm manifesting that girl and i'm gonna be like manifestation my ass girl you know what's gonna suck is i probably shouldn't be the one to know because you're gonna look at me and i'm gonna be like if it's a girl i'm gonna be like this i know if it's a boy i'm gonna be like yeah we're throwing a gender reveal party <laughs> and if i ever get you know lucky enough to have two twins and they're two boys i'm coming after you you better Girl, run we you better haul ass because i'm just i'm gonna beat you with whatever's around you better find some new friends i can't deal with two more boys absolutely i not. can't either absolutely You're like not. damn we were all talking about a girl and it's not just one boy but two boys i you were the oh, first man. one i'm going after because mike won't girl. even say who it is like he doesn't care he said uh, but you're the one who keeps manifesting Who's, this girl. Is it the is it the uh, the man's side that decides the gender? It is. I would beat Mike first because he already had a boy. Like his his track record shows boy. Is that who it is? It's a man. I think so. Yeah, but your dad had you and then three other boys. Yep. So like, is is he a boy carrier and you just slipped out somehow? And no, you don't only have one, you idiot. Then how does it fucking work? You, the, the semen are either male or female. I know, but like, you know, I think they're male all male, carries. and then like it turns into a female, right? Like XY and Y. Oh, don't don't bring up science on here. You know that I don't know this. Everyone shit. starts out. Oh, they all start out as female, I think, and then you gets turned into a male. I don't Girl, know. I don't know. I failed science. <laughs> I didn't fail science. I just I'm not gonna be I'm quoted gonna be on this shit. It's a no males, for me. And then we turn into females. 
I don't know. No, it might be. It might not. be start out as male. Cause no. I, can, I can see you a boy and you just last minute grew some no, long hair. I think it's, we all start out as females and then something splits and we, oh, oh sorry, turn to males. I don't know. Girl, I gotta Google this. Yeah, either way, I'm going to blame Megan for all the times that she said that it was going to be I would blame girl. Mike. I had nothing to do with the conception. Mike was the one. He said he didn't care. He In the beginning, he did say that he wanted a girl, but then he was like, mm, there might be a 50-50 chance. And he's like, I'm not going to care. But he did say he's, he's like, been hanging out with Bryce too much. And he's like, damn. I was telling my mate, uh, my Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I was telling oh, my mom Lord. that. Uh, we had Bryce last week and the week before. Oh, it was last weekend, right? Mm-hmm. We had Bryce last weekend. He was cuddling up with my grandpa. Oh, my- <laughs> You're going to go home with my mom. <laughs> I was like, you grandpa. And I was warning my mom when, like, Bryce was cuddling. And I was like, yeah, Bryce was cuddling Mike one day and fell asleep on Mike. And Mike was like, okay, we can have a baby boy. And I was like, I can't <laughs> with you, you sucker. Um, He says he doesn't care if it's, like, a boy or girl. He's like, but he's like, please, no twins. Please, no twins. <laughs> I hope it is twins. I hope it's girl twins. Even it out. Even the playing field. I don't think I would even be mad with, like, girl twins. But we had no makeup. Can you imagine like four boys running around? No, and- girl, that was literally my childhood. I have four brothers. I have a stepbrother who moved in with us when we were ten. So I have three, like siblings, and then I have a stepbrother that I grew up with. Girl, it was just too much. I wouldn't want to deal with it I with think- the husbands too. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Hell we could no. never do family get-togethers like the blended Absolutely family not. of six I've would be ended would break up, for sure. Because, yeah, six six males and two females. Absolutely like- not. The people who think we're alcoholics now. No, it would be me and Tiffany hanging out with the kids and no husbands or the husbands taking them all and it would just me and Tiffany and that's it. it. We could not all be together. I could not go through like a whole farting encore of laughs and jokes. Like it's not funny now with two kids and two husbands. It's not going to be funny with the people. I was at Tampa's uh, future depends on. (laughs) We'll be podcasting from two separate houses. I know. Can you imagine just being in like a rest anywhere that we go right now, like in home or in a restaurant where we're already yelling at four males to be yelling at two more i'd be like and then i i already blame you all the time i'm like who the hell brought these damn kids i'm like you i know who i'm mine as who brought the husbands that's my Uh, whole thing yeah that that was mike and travis they are too much i cannot imagine maybe we could touch up on this podcast episode in the future if i ever do get pregnant and be like i didn't mean what i I know (laughs) your baby boys are gonna be like mommy <laughs> Why are you so disappointed? Oh my god, I can't. Well, we didn't get any. We don't have time, but we didn't get on the uh, daycare, which is what I think is a great topic. We had a lot of good points, but maybe we'll do that in the next one. We got totally yeah. off track. I know. Rants and raven. Like and be like that sometimes. We have things to say. All right, so we will see you when we get back from New York. From New York. Again, if you're not following us on all socials, you should. At Moms of Tampa, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, and if you like to drink, we got a podcast. Not podcast. But wow. <laughs> no, you're missing. We have a happy hour channel. We do have happy hour channels. Moms of Tampa happy hour. Across and all platforms. Y'all love um, anything beauty related. We have a beauty channel, Moms of Tampa Beauty. Pretty simple. Can't miss it. Type in Moms of Tampa. And all only, three should show up. Yeah. Moms Tampa Happy Hour is everywhere. Moms Tampa Beauty is only on TikTok and Instagram. Yes. And like always, don't forget to leave us a comment and a review. If you are watching us on the podcast streaming services, we appreciate every single review to yes. help us get uppity up up. Um, especially there's a specific podcast platform that we'd like to get on but we need Mm -hmm. more reviews so and if you would like to hear us talk about anything give us our give you our opinions on it could be anything always leave it in the comment box below and if you know someone who can help us speak better (laughs) 
and get our lives together. Get our words Instead properly. <laughs> Let us know. Today is not that day. Um, we will see you in episode four. Yep. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.